Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Lerner. All right, welcome in, gang. How was your week? How was your weekend? Me? Me? I don't know. It's been nice. Like, I've had the windows open a lot. Um, yeah. Just a lot of, like, you know, that stuff. This, this uh, rain is crazy. Were you uh, up, kept up by the storm this week? Uh, kept up, no, but I... I, that day that it was like hot and then all of a sudden it's like oh it's raining and then like blows blows into the window and i'm like i should close the windows I'm like wow that's really cold um because it like, went from like 88 to 68 or something in 20 minutes oh, it's so glorious this is the best july i can remember with yeah. in terms of weather i mean yeah. even the fourth of july it was hot but it wasn't you know normally it's blistering and it's just miserable and you just are you want ice on your neck and i don't know it hasn't been that bad and then we've had all this rain in the second half of the month it's been pleasant i like it yeah otherwise yeah otherwise we've been doing okay so yeah can we just give a shout out to the earth for not having so many wildfires this summer oh whoa whoa go outside and spit three times in the wind right now yeah Uh yeah no 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 the only reason i say it is because i feel like we spend the whole summer, the whole season upset and talk. And I feel like it's worth also celebrating and being happy about a good fire season. And we should talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, I, get, I, I get the curse thing and that we don't my, want to- my, I am a very, like, I look, I find the bad and everything. <laughs> Maybe you guys have noticed. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm so like these days, I, I appreciate them very much. I really do. But the overarching nature of like the changing climate and everything's hotter, just yeah, no, I get so that. heavy. It's just like, all the, I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful now. But, you know, the what's it going to be like? We got to like quietly celebrate it in our hearts and not say it out loud. The, right. the- yeah, so I, actually, Annie, I would agree that the air has been beautiful. So I, will it say has. That. I mean, even though we get these ozone warnings, but. Like Typically, a, like I go back to 2020 and it was like Armageddon with the ash falling from the sky. And dear God, it was like it was 100 2020. degrees. <laughs> 2020 was probably the worst summer I've ever had. It was Between just, pandemic lockdowns and smoke and ozone. And like before we had any windows, like they were just leaky, like our old windows were leaky. And so it was like, yeah, you close it. But the AQI was like 400 or whatever. And it's raining ash and the smoke is pouring in. And you're like, Boy, I got a headache and I think I'll sleep in the basement and like, ugh. All right. All right. I don't think gratitude will jinx it. Let me put it that way. So, well, Annie, I will have to say to our, our listeners right now, they can't see your screenshot, <laughs> but you look like you're in a VH1 retrospective on like Gloria Gaynor from the 70s. Gloria Gaynor. Like there's this like spotlight and we're getting this weird reflection, yeah. you know? So it's like a disco kind of montage. It's kind of cool. Okay. To the yeah. listeners. This is a great shout out. I'm currently recording this podcast from Longmont Public Media, which is at 4th and Kimbark. It's the really cool historic building that's adjacent to the library on that block. And in case you didn't know, there is a huge wealth of equipment and media stuff that you can use here, including studios to record film TV. podcasts, for example. That's right. Yeah. Brady and I started there long ago yeah, yeah. in the bowels of the basement. Yeah. Back- I'm in super in this dodgy basement, but it's quiet and I have all this equipment around me. It's kind of intense, but it's cool. And that is available to the public. This is like, I actually don't know if it's publicly funded or private. Eric, you might actually understand how it's all funded. It's kind of, I know they have like a benefit. In any case, you can like join Longmont Public Media for one year for $25 and get like unlimited use of all of these things and come rent equipment and use it during the day. It's, it's really cool. There's all these different membership tiers. So definitely check it out. So Brady, who's getting a kickback now? So. Uh, <laughs> is it Miko? Is it Miko Coffee? <laughs> exactly. So. so that was a great ad, Annie. I appreciate it. <laughs> I paid $25 to be here. Just- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Actually, no, it's a great deal. It really is. It's yeah, awesome. Really. It was really cool. And, you know, if you're looking for a place to do sound recording, video editing, blah, blah, awesome. Yeah. And courses. Yeah. 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 Eric, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, just yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's yeah. like super, yeah. We got what do you got? Yeah, we're know, very we're positive. Here, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, how was your weekend? Uh, uneventful, pretty exciting. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, I was uh still recovering from my lovely uh, bout with COVID, but uh, you know, just feel so much better and things are great. So I can't can't complain. Yeah, feeling good, sounding good. 
got to go to Laramie to go visit my son. So we got to hang out in beautiful Laramie, Wyoming. And uh, yeah, it uh, was all good. So. Well, you're Great. really selling it. I know. Yep. Spent a lot of oh, money. Yep. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, you know, I tell people this all the time. Probably one of the best vegetarian restaurants in the world is in Laramie, Wyoming, believe it or not. No, no, Sweet Melissa's. Yeah, shout out. Vegetarian so. restaurant. I'm sorry? You always tell us about the bakery. Yeah, it wasn't open. We were kind of bummed. Yeah. But we went to uh we went to this diner for breakfast, which is awesome as well. And I can't remember what it was. Uh Prairie Rose. There we go. Prairie Rose. Shout out to Prairie Rose. Old-fashioned diner with the stools and everything at the counter. Nice. Got to be really cool. Get a cup of coffee. Like yeah. gold the ground. Yes. Nice. Yeah, very cool. So good place. Nice. Um, but it was a lot of fun. You know, spent too much money in Walmart for my son, but hey, you know, that's what you do when you got a college kid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the way to go is to go to the store. Like, what do you need? Not to just be like, here's here's the money because might not yeah. necessarily go to essentials. Yeah, he's kind of coming. He's becoming a little bit more presumptuous or like, hey, do you have a list? And he's like, yeah, I need a vacuum. And I'm like, <laughs> vacuum. I think really vacuums are on the list, you know, but uh, go to the local uh, whatever yeah. the, the old junk yeah, go to the Goodwill or something. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. yeah they've got yeah. something. It's going to smell like yeah. mouse turds, but that's where we all started. <laughs> okay. You got to know how bad life can be before you move up. Hysterical. It keeps, like, you, gr- it keeps yeah. you grounded. It kind of does. Yeah. Go Not buy the yeah. Yeah. Go no. buy the couch from the neighbor that's got cat pee on it or whatever. Yeah. And then like exactly. figure that whole thing out. And they go like, wow, this yeah, so this couch I was talking about when we before we started. I graduated from the horrible uh, cat pee couch um, to this thing. This is a couch behind me. I have a green couch. It's a flex steel. It's holding up quite well. So shout out to flex steel. Uh, potential sponsorship here if you want but no like it's a decent couch and it's like it's held up for like 15 years almost and we drag it around and we still keep it and it's like if you're gonna you gotta remember like it's okay keep your old stuff be frugal like you don't have to go into lifestyle creep early on that's all that's the point that's the point so wait time out flex what was it again flex steel flex steel the brand flex tape that flex tape stuff the, 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 the furniture brand flex steel of which i have oh, two okay. couches yeah i okay. thought you were like taping it together with flex no tape it's or the, yeah. the the brand is flex steel and it's it's not a cheap one it's not an expensive one it's a decent couch and it's like it ticks the boxes you sit on it it's comfortable it holds up never nice. heard of the brand before in my life and i really think they need a i think they need a name change flex flex yeah that just doesn't sound right Man, i don't know i ain't a branded dude flex like, steel yeah I think it's F L E X. I feel like that's like siding. You know, that's a good siding name. Yeah, it would be. It would be yeah. flex steel. <laughs> siding. Flexes when your house does too. So, you know, subsequently I had a dream last night that my son was trying to force me to bid on artwork on eBay. Oh boy. So, you know, it just tells you, you know, the kid is just draining us. That's Speaking of does. goodwill and bidding, yeah, yeah, I am so sad that the glory days of, of thrifting are like dead and done. Because why do you say that? Why do you say that? Goodwill like siphons off all their stuff and they put it on their like Goodwill website now. Like they've been doing that for years. I know, but like 10, 15 years ago, (laughs) you could go to a store, you could find the random dig. Nah. Now, nah. Okay. Oh, you can definitely you can definitely do it. It's so much harder. What is this? I don't you can buy Goodwill online. What is this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah. They take like, oh, is it like is it a good thing? Is does it look like it's worth some money? We're gonna suck it out of rotation and either send it to the thrift store that's gonna get more money for it, or we're just gonna put it online on an online auction and get it that way. Nice. And so you want to go and like find cool record digs or like a record player, a lot of that stuff. Ah, they're just gonna say, no, we just pulled it out of rotation instantly before it even hit the floor. Whatever, go pay extra money for it there. And it's like, I get it, the money goes better places, whatever help the community. Sure. But also, like as a deal hunter. You want to go to a, a thrift store? You want to get some decent stuff? Nah. No, to you be gotta go fair, online. the pricing is not outlandish. So Brady's making it sound like well, it's, it's an auction. For... <laughs> so the pricing is what well, people no, pay. Can, you can buy. I mean, I bought many books from Goodwills across the country, and it's really a good deal. It's cool. Yeah. Well, I don't fault them for finding a find and then going out and wanting to sell it online. That's cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sure. I mean, I kind of feel like if you're going to have stuff like that, it's not just me though. Like I can complain. I'm like, I don't need to go to Goodwill. I can, I can, but what I'm saying is like, if you have people just in the community who are like, have to shop at Goodwill as a, as a matter of need and you go there and you're saying, no, we, we took all the good stuff. We, we sent it somewhere else to make more money. Like those people then are also denied the, 
the capacity to find good digs on on that type of stuff. Yeah, it's I will tell you the the goodwill on actually it's the Ark on South Broadway in Denver used to be my place. It was my jam. It was great, and then everybody, yeah. all the hipsters discovered it. So yeah, it's it gets sad. picked yeah. over. Yeah, garage sales here are like, and it's I'll say Longmont garage ceiling, not great. I, I mean, it's probably great before they open because, but then it's like you get a bunch of people showing up. 15 minutes beforehand, pill for everything that's worth anything. You show up half an hour later, everything of like you marginally would want is gone. No, I mean, actually, a friend of mine used to say that a Longmont or a Boulder garage sale was like some random stuff and then the makings of a home business. Yeah. <laughs> or like candles or something. You're so mean. <laughs> oh, God. it's so bad. I don't think I know some people who will go do garage, like go to do the Craigslist stuff up in Carbon Valley or the um not Carbon Valley, like Dale and Aspen and go up there, like drive up because they'll get such good scores or whatever. But this area is so I feel like garage sales are better in like the Midwest. Yes, yes. Yes. And for some reason, I don't know. People just have nicer stuff and get rid of it. I don't know what it is. I think it's just it's such a different culture. I don't know what it is, but there's like if you go to the moderate-sized towns like where I grew up, and you go to a garage sale like at two before, like two on Saturday, there'll still be something there that's worth something. Right. But if you like here. Because I was like hunting for records at one point and I would go out and it's like, oh, everything's gone. Sorry. Five guys came and they yeah. divvied everything up. And then I was like, OK, well, I'm going to show up at this thing at like eight in the morning. And I literally got boxed out of the record area by some dudes like you can look at this after I'm done. And it's like, wow, wow, wow. very yeah. cool. Shout out to that guy for being a real kind of bag, you know, <laughs> Um you know, I've done uh, lots of Craigslisting, not lots, but some Craigslisting and stuff down in Colorado Springs, especially for home stuff. I feel like if you're trying to get furniture or just things for your house, the quality and just the upkeep and just the brands and stuff are always better if you go to South Denver and Colorado Springs. And mm. when I bought used cars, that's also a really good place to buy a used car for some reason. The price is really oh, fascinating. Feels like there's more well kept, like better maintained used cars down in Colorado Springs. <laughs> I don't know. Thank yeah, you. yeah, that's interesting. Did you um? So are you a Facebook Marketplace person, Annie, or a Craigslist yeah, I've person? Definitely switched over because I feel like that's just where everything is now. Yeah, I mean, Craigslist kind of. I mean, it's a little bit more nichey now. With some things are better on Craigslist, but not. It doesn't seem to be the things I like to buy, which is like a lot of home stuff and. I don't know anything. It seems like Facebook is the place. And actually a friend of ours does a ton of, um, you know, car parts and used cars. And he, mm-hmm. all around. he said that he too has switched to Facebook over Craigslist for that stuff. Yeah. I I'm like a, I always have good luck on Craigslist. I will tell you my rock collection. Let's update the listeners on that. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I had yeah. My we rock collection, forever. I'm fine. My rock collection. Up. And I was trying to like, you know, get rid of that, sell it, whatever, put pennies on the dollar for it. I'm like, you know, here you go. These are rocks that my, you know, just update everybody. These are rocks my kid had and I inherited from like other people too and probably had them in my own like garage for years. And so, so then this guy goes, can you show me, like, can you take pictures of the individual rocks? Like a few of them. (laughs) So I did that and then like just ghosted me. And I'm just laughing. It's like, what did he need? Rock pornography? I (laughs) was really kind of. My wife was just, on me just like laughing at just... me going, why are you taking pictures of individual rocks? <laughs> oh, so God. gave up on that idea, threw a table out in the front of our house and said, hey, take a rock, have a good time. And we had people like coming by, kids and neighbors, whatever, grab the rock. So that made me happy. That's so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I um, when I was leaving Virginia, I didn't want to take like all my rattle cans of like mass airflow cleaner and WD-40 and stuff across the country because... Like sits in a box and rattles together and like potentially, you know, like a hundred thousand miles. And so I just got, I went online and wrote box of volatile chemicals. Yeah. You have to take it all. You can take the Rubbermaid tote that it's in. And I'll bet within, I can't remember if it was in 15 minutes or if it took a full hour before it was gone, but somebody showed up. I was like, yep, that's for me. <laughs> it was literally old, just what I guarantee with some old guy. I don't know. I didn't yeah. even look. I just said, once it's I'll I'll take the thing down because you're moving out that day. And I just said, yeah, trucks loaded. I I changed my mind on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out front, and then somebody showed up instantly. It's like okay, well you know some of that stuff's worth a lot of money. You got your your PB blaster or your P P whatever it's pronounced, and then you know, your WD. It's like that stuff costs money, but then there's also stuff that is like I don't know. It's like half a quart of 10w40 like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this like well, exactly what do you country. do with this stuff well that's such a good segue to what's going uh, on in longmont 
Um, you know, the they always have the household hazardous waste yeah. center. You can always go there in Boulder and drop off stuff if you have household hazardous waste. There's a collection, I believe, in Longmont on August 30th. So, you know, we're a ways out, but, uh, you know, just to remind people that that does occur here in town. And so if you have those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, because Brady, I I agree. It's like, great. I've got like a little, I needed a little WD-40 and all of a sudden I've got a can that sits in my shelf for 400 years. Yeah. Yeah. Do I need that? You know, I wish they sold. I mean, they do sell the little one. No, they do. Yeah. Like the one you just hitch on your belt. You just got ready to go. (laughs) I'm going to do that. Yeah, but, I just feel like uh, that real yeah. that guy that's got like the, the jumbo phone the size of a tablet on his exactly. belt, can of yeah. WD forty on the other side, Leatherman on the back, and keys, yeah. keys and keys. Yeah, just yeah. jangling around. Yeah, so like, ah, oh, here he comes, <laughs> Edward, walking down the hall. <laughs> so those kind of events happen all the time. But I went to EcoCycle too. I had to drop off some materials on the weekend. It was hot on Saturday, and so I waited in line at the uh, the uh, center for. Um, Oh, hard to recycle materials, the charm, as they call it, in Boulder. And so just a shout out to EcoCycle for doing such a great job of taking so many things. I mean, had some ink cartridges and like computer stuff. And I mean, just the yeah. whole mess. It's really Yeah, cool. we're going to get a bunch of basement work done, too. So I'm going to have to go there because I've got, I just sold my last motorcycle. I used to have three and now I have zero. But now I don't need like, like brake fluid, you know, <laughs> like all this brake fluid is this old bike and it'd be changes like, oh, yeah. I like oil for f- different types and filter cleaner and mass airflow sensor clean. And uh, it's like, now I got like cabinets full of this junk. And I'm like, Oh my God, I got to get rid of all of this. Cause they're going to like, we're going to get our basement completely redone. And so it's like, all right, so I really need to get rid of all of this junk to make junk. it. Cause what am I going to do? Like rent a pod stuff it full yeah, of don't junk do that. that I don't want. Don't do that. And then like yeah. bring it back in. It's like mm, brand new basement. Where should I put this? Uh, this is the electronics cleaner, you know, like, oh, geez, get rid of it. <laughs> and closer to home, I was reading about three, we talked about this the last podcast, but I was saying, hey, there's that one building that's boarded up. It's 350 Main Street thereabouts. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so 350, 356 and 356 and a half have all been sold. Yeah. And um, there is a person, Greeley Sachs, who's actually going to be, you know, working to revitalize these. So one of them, 350 is she's looking to make it into a restaurant. And then the 356 and a half will have an elevator in it. So because it's got steep stairs okay. and apparently all the windows are going to be redone. So they those so 350 and- must be the building that was Aloha. The. Because uh, three, I'm looking I think at it the, was the guitar. It was a guitar place that yeah. moved from 350 so, to 360. Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it looks, yeah, the signage above it looks like, yeah, it could be either of those. Uh, Jensen was, no, Jensen was right next door. Jensen was three, whatever. There's a thing that says for sale. It's the, it's got brick and glass entryway, and above it is sort of a wood plank looking thing. And I thought that was the thing that held the Aloha sign. And to the right of that, if you're looking at it from Main Street, is um, on Google Maps, Jensen Guitars, and it's got a blue awning and and whatever. So I don't know. That's all part of it. Like there's Jensen and then there's the one next door that's the two-story and it'll be residential upstairs and then like commercial down. Yeah, yeah it's gonna but be, the one so that says 356 three, and a half looks like it was, well, we'll find yeah. out. I don't know. You guys go yeah. look at it. So anyway, that just just for the listeners, that's on the east side. So there's an alleyway there that one of the murals was... Uh, had to be removed because there was some seepage, I guess. So they had to remove one of the murals there in the breezeway seepage. between third and fourth. Yep. So it was seeping into it was it was hurting the foundation of the building. It wasn't like it wasn't like some weird ooze that from outer space. Yeah, just like some like Ghostbusters too. Like some yeah. weird goop <laughs> is coming from the center of the earth with and Nickelodeon like slime or something weird. Like that. Yeah, like basically that, but pink and like full of anger from ghosts that are harvesting yeah whatever whatever happened i don't remember the plot to ghostbusters too i just remember there's like a river of goop under new york city like that that's what i think of when you're talking about seepage (laughs) is that the breezeway that right now has a giant bear next to it and is that Uh, yes it is yep that's the one i was like it was it's really big and it's really cool it's like i think it's wooden carved or is it is it sculpture or wooden? I don't know, but I think it's wooden. It's I can't tell you. It looks like it's either metal that's kind of rusty or wooden, but I will tell you that Google, uh, the Google Street View guy as they drove by was kind enough to blur out the bear's face. <laughs> Privacy. Privacy. I guess so. We don't need to know the bear. I'm sure yeah. it's automated, you know. Well, like I saw that the other day and it looked like it had a wooden box around basically, you know, 
four of it, five of its sides, except for the one that what you're facing. And I was like, is this new? But I hadn't recalled seeing this bear. You don't want to get the pink goop seepage on it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, honestly. I have no idea. Just protecting it if they're painting it or something. That's actually probably true or from the construction. But I had never seen this bear. I don't know what it is. I don't know what its story is. It's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. I'm looking at the street view and it, yeah, it looks like a bear. It's up on its hind legs. Just kind of looking. I can't tell. Who it is. It might be Harvey. I can't tell because um, his face is blown out. But. Downtown correction for Eric, which is that it's not an alley. It's a breezeway. It is a breezeway. And in fact, it looks like I'm looking at the picture from the leader. Thanks. Shout out to the Longmont leader. But it looks like the bear is covered with a wooden like cover right now because, again, that stripping of the, the mural off of the wall. Okay. okay. So, there. yeah. So, yeah. A nice little shelter. Indeedy. So, yeah. Um, also was reading about uh, Whole Soul coming to Prospect. Yeah, man. Causing quite a kerfuffle over there. So, yeah. Well, this is the scuttle button Longmont right now. You ready? For yeah, it? go for it. We got Cave Girl Coffee, which is right there on, what is it? 100, par- 100 Year Party Court or whatever. And they've got quite the, quite the build out. They've got a big coffee shop. And the owner of Cave Girl is filing a lawsuit against the HOA of Prospect as well as Whole Soul, who's opening on Tenacity on the hard corner there. And they, Whole Soul bought this building a few years ago. And if you remember, if you know Whole Soul, they have smoothie bowls and smoothie drinks and stuff. And they have a <clears throat> place on Pearl Street Mall. They're also down in Denver and super popular smoothie bowls. They bought this building and they've been working on maybe opening in Longmont or opening a spot in prospect and cave girl coffee. The owners got wind of that and filed a lawsuit claiming that cave girl or sorry, whole soul is breaching the exclusivity that they have on some of their products that they sell. Yeah. Go ahead, Annie. Sorry. Sorry. So cave girl sells coffee, but they've also um, got in that exclusivity paleo food products and um, some gluten-free baked goods supposedly they were also supposed to have in that exclusivity, something about vegetables and fresh, fresh squeezed fruit drinks, which would mean whole soul would infringe on that exclusivity. So they're bringing a lawsuit against the HOA for one, not including that, but also potentially whole soul who is a would be competitor for them. There you go. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I see where that would come from because like the, pro- this is down in prospect in case you don't know the names of the, the, uh, the streets, but it's like, it's not a huge area, like really, I mean, population wise, prospect isn't that big. And so it's a bit of a destination. And if you're saying, well, now you have two destinations, you're not going to like hit one and then hit the other probably. So you're, you are going to be poaching. So I could see where that's an issue for them, or at least, you know, you want to maintain your competitive edge. You do everything you can. So yeah, I'm going to dance around see. that one. We're just going to, I'm just going to report what's going on. It sounds like a fun time though. But anyway, yeah, I'm to- glad I will say. That said, I'm glad I'm not in the middle of it because I would not want anything to do with any any piece of that. That's and terrible. just encourage the listeners to look up Prospect. So it is this development just to the south of Longmont. It, tr- it is actually in Longmont, but it is this kind of separate. Yeah. How would you describe it, Annie? Or Brady, neighborhood. Or neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mixed use neighborhood, new urbanism. It was one of the first developed in the country back in the 90s uh, of these new urbanism developments. There's one in Boulder, North Boulder called the Holiday that came a little later. But Prospects is fairly well established for what it is because it was so early in that movement or whatever. But they have these pretty, they have an HOA, a strong HOA that governs uses with the commercial spaces, among other things. And, you know, you can only have one of so many and you get to build these exclusivities into that. And, Cape Girl is uh, exercising those rights right now with this lawsuit, but we'll see. seems like some of it's a little bit, you know, I don't know how strong the case is. Wholesale hasn't even opened yet. So technically they haven't like infringed on anything. It's just more protecting what could happen and will happen and trying to get out. So can you describe to me where the wholesale is supposed to be now? At the corner of Tenacity, there's like, so Tenacity is like, Hmm. It runs east-west and it basically goes all the way to the east of Prospect, the easternmost end where you're almost at 287, okay. where Tenacity runs. And um, at the corner of Tenacity, and I cannot remember the other cross street, there's another one where like Two Dog Diner used to be. And um, So is where- it across from Two Dog Diner or would it be across from somewhere else? It's to the east of where Two Dog Diner used okay, to be. Okay, cool. 
So there's like a middle retail spot that's for lease and empty right now. And then there's another one further to the east on the corner. And that's where Whole Soul was supposed to go or is going or whatever. So like, and I'm sorry to to ask again, like across from the wheelhouse or whatever the yeah, pottery place is? Okay. Wheelhouse and on the corner. Okay. And then I noticed too in Prospect between... I wish I knew what it was. It's not Two Dog Diner, and I feel really bad for the people who. It's a Mexican restaurant. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah. But between between that and where the bakery is, there's looks like somebody's trying to do something where 2020 Wine Bar used to be. I think it's another one. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm all for that. Second wine bar for Eric. Just go get your wine on. But Mm -hmm. yeah, this is exciting. I I love a little. I love a little drama like this it's a little palace intrigue that's for sure yeah it really is yeah. <laughs> so let's just it is pretty big <laughs> yeah yeah um the other thing too i noticed is or actually not i want to report sandy and i went to indian bites this last saturday nice um went there and it was really great i have to say very ex- excellent food um a little bit of a wait not a big deal but they're short of staff like every restaurant she explained that like right off the bat, she came up and just said, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a wait. Just want to let you know, we're trying to hire people, but it's really a struggle. And um, and they had quite a few people there, which was great. And it was really a neat little setting and they don't have their liquor license yet, which I was kind of like going, oh, cool. You know, like down the street on Francis Street, you know, having like Indian food and, and liquor sounds good to me. Not I- hard liquor, anyone, but, you know, beer or something like that. But um, yeah, because I'm going to have Jaeger and uh, my Indian food. No, um, but, you know, for me, it was it was just really good food. It was excellent food. I, they're local. They live in Longmont and nice. you know, wish them well. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of short staff, I heard this, you know, we all know that the, all the pools didn't open this summer. Yeah. The- schools and stuff. And, um, it was because of staffing shortages that the city is struggling with just like everyone else. But I heard this week that they said they normally need like 17 managers and staff members to get them all open. And they were able to get six at the beginning. Like that's how short it was. It was like short by a lot. And they even increased wages and offered a bunch of other stuff to try to be competitive with other, I don't know, other entry level type of jobs or whatever. But she also mentioned that pipeline was hard because during COVID, a lot of the training like for lifeguard jobs that they provide to young people was put on hold. And so they also just didn't have like young people with the training that they needed enough of them with the training to come now do the lifeguard jobs. And so we're just like experiencing a little gap in the uh, yeah labor that way too. It's such a bummer. It is. I mean, we have to like automate lifeguards or something, you know, because, you know, <laughs> if you can't get help, you know, it's a real bummer to see like the empty it's so activity pool. I really hope we can like come together as a community and like solve this. What can we do? This is such a pity. I yeah, know. I mean, you know, they're the rec yeah. department is paying, you know, $15 an hour or so, but I mean, 25, yeah. 75, like they upped it over 15 to try to entice yeah. it. They just couldn't get it. Such yeah. a- it's crazy. So I don't know. Um, I also noticed too on the development log that noodles is looking to have a drive-through up north. A drive-through. So, yeah. I've never noodles really thought of noodles either. as a drive-through-y kind of place. Just but. give me my bowl of spaghetti to go. I like. know, as if it's not fast enough already. I mean, <laughs> in there, it's like, what do you want? Here you go. Get out. And then, and then they have like, the drive-up pickup. It's pretty much I the I can't f- imagine eating noodles behind the wheel. Just like, <laughs> general, they drive, whoa, whoa, driving with your knees, like. You know, I, I love on the road. I got my cup of coffee. Noodles behind I could wheel. go get a I cake donut, but instead what I'm going to do is get a bowl of noodles. And, yeah, just like my fettuccine. And I'm just going to like, whoa, whoa, twirling the fork here, trying to, whoa, God, whoa, this Acura, oh, my God. Yeah, I just don't know. It just seems insane. Like, are you I driving think it's home? more of the convenience of just staying in your car and grabbing your noodles to go home. But, but okay. to Annie's point, it's like, isn't it kind of already convenient enough just to pop in and grab it i don't know yeah. get out of the I, car can't go in there and talk to people just get me through oh my god yeah gosh. that is fair yeah Ugh. oh well. um okay i gotta <laughs> you guys did you read about this uh i'm sure all of so i just have this feeling side dish listeners are very interested in this story which is that they're going to start enforcing this noise ordinance on the exhaust systems on cars so the longmont police is like taking an official 
we are going to start enforcing stance on this, which is very exciting for a lot of people. Pete. What? Yes, Pete. I heard the council put shelved that though. When? Yeah, it was the last, it was no. in the newspaper this morning. They've shelved it. They put uh, the stop on it. Because it was, yeah. I think it was Monday that that article came out that they were, but then they were going to have this council meeting. So what are they saying? They're like, no, we're not going to do that now. Yeah. They just want to make sure it's enforceable. So they're they're right. putting the brakes on it. <laughs> I, <laughs> up, um, yeah. I mean, because what they're. All right, Eric. How much more we got to do with this this week? Keep going. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Are we done? We done? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go so ahead. Though was like, how do you enforce it? Because the the ordinances are different in different zones within the city. Like the decibel levels that you're allowed to have are different depending on what neighborhood you're in. And the police don't have the equipment to measure decibel levels from different distances. And so how are they even going to enforce it? And the idea they came up with, from my understanding, was if you can hear it from 300 feet away, it's too loud. And you can issue a citation at that point. And you guys tell me, do you, what, like, I mean, the idea for them was like, let's make it something easy. That's like a 300 feet, like a football field. So we all roughly know what that feels like to be a football field away. And if you hear that car over here, then it's just simply too loud. That's well, too far. And, and just, that's bonkers. That's that's like what, what are you talking about? Football field away. If you, if you can hear a car that far away, either it's a, it's an industrial truck, it's like a heavy use truck, or it's somebody who's gone out of their way to make their car louder. Like, right. Well, that's what they were doing. They were trying to come up with the egregious offenders and that's who we're going to like issue citations to. And to and me, I, any step is a good step, but I got to say like, also slightly fraught. If you're saying I can hear this from 300 feet away, they're 300 feet away. Now you got to go chase the guy that's making all the noise down from it's like, you right. know. Like know. there's got to be a better metric. But so the so real quickly, I just want to fill in with the the decision here. So during its regular meeting Tuesday night, the Longmont City Council did not decide to update the city's unreasonable noises ordinance, but instead decided to continue the discussion at a future meeting. Which means you times call. Which means so there there's so Mayor Pro Tem Aaron Rodriguez said you know he's he's skeptical that it'd have a measurable effect. So I think there's just a, you know, people are just wondering about how to enforce it. I believe that there's a, an automatic way to get around this rather than citing people and giving citations. I believe what you could do is you could put some red light cameras and start issuing tickets that way, you know, because people will, because you have to stop. But the so same- people run through red lights all the time. So. problem is the revving up when you get when the I understand but if you get people to slow down you might not be able to rub up as much oh, you're going to oh, be threatened by no, going through a red no, light no no yeah. no 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 because there was some ding dong and this is blocks away like on ninth, and I heard him making a circuit around <laughs> the neighborhood on his bike or whatever and I as I just said I sold the last of my three motorcycles recently I've had bikes I enjoy motorcycles but you don't need to be driving around in first gear you just don't like no. if uh, that's because you want to make noise or you think that you're going to be driving 60 miles an hour in a residential zone or more. That's what you're doing. If you're in first or second gear, because I mean, it's just going and it's like, knock it off or on the Harleys. It's, it's just rat a tat a tat. And it's the same, it's the same difference. You got these guys out in their loud cars and they just, for the sake of having it loud, just slam it into first or second gear, depending on what your car is first, second, whatever it is. And you just got it all wound up and you're driving, you put the clutch in, wah, 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 like people want to hear that as they're like eating their noodles in their car in the parking lot or whatever people do. Like, <laughs> no, I'm driving while I'm eating my noodles. Yeah. Like I can't, Oh, it's just like noodles everywhere. So just like the complaints, we all get it. We've had a whole almost episode about it before we get it. There's the, the noise, but like, this is a true problem. How do you enforce it? Like, okay, the city's talking about it. We've got these petitions. Now we've got the police force looking at it. Anything. Seems better than what we have. Is there so not buddy, some sort of like decibel triggered style enforcement camera that you can just put up? There are like equipped, there's like these handheld devices, but now what? The department has to go and invest in all of these. I'm sure they're like really expensive. And get- I'm guessing if you went down to the Minute Mr. Money Mustache headquarters, there'd probably be a rotating cast of volunteers who would just stand on the corner of Main Street <laughs> out there for like eight hours a day. And do you know how long it would take to trap a bunch of numpties who are doing this? Like, <laughs> like a week. Because people cannot just just take a minute off of making all this noise. It just drives insane how much. So, like I said, so to me, it's the opposite. So what you do is you slow down the traffic, you make it much more of a pain in the butt to go down Main Street, and therefore you stop the noise. I'm not so going to argue that that would have just a like, thought, just an a effect. Thought. 
but what I, I'm saying is if you want to make noise, all you do is you leave it in first gear mm-hmm. and you just wind it through. And then when you're stopped, you just sit there and rev it up against the next guy who's doing the same thing. Or we incentivize people to buy EVs. We don't have to worry about it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting until somebody goes like, you know, what's a good idea. I've got this silent car. I should make some sort of weird, stupid electrical whirring noise come out of this. That's just like going to kill birds like within a hundred foot radius and like share, like explode pacemakers and like just, just generally destroy life. Like somebody's going to do that. And that'll take off as the next new thing. And I'm just, the other thing I wanted to mention though, is, is I think for me, it's trying to get at the root of the problem. Like why does this exist in Longmont and not other communities? Well, I will, I personally feel like it's, we have a more diverse culture. We just have a more diverse community than other places. And careful, Annie. Anyway, sometimes I'm just saying, I feel like, some, and I'm, and I mean, like even a redhead culture, you know, we actually have that and whatever that comes from. And I don't know what that is, but it's just, there's a, there's that too in our town. And sometimes those different, I'm making me all nervous. Like, why well, have to be careful? I I'll speak freely. I feel like the, culture around some of the cars and just, it, it's just representative of people with different values and culture. That's what I think. And you don't find that in other towns that you go to because they don't have as much in, around Boulder County. I'll say Longmont is a more diverse town than other towns in Boulder County. And we represent a greater swath of the socioeconomic spectrum. And I feel like some of it has to do with that. I do. I, I won't argue against that. Like, you know, you know, like we're pulling faces here going like, well, watch, Maybe the old eggshell, you know, like watch for walking. But like, I think that there's there's some truth in that, and it's probably just our our history is being like a more rural thing, like where like that kind of culture is, is more common. But I mean, it's so disruptive. I do wish that there was something that people could do about it because it's like it, if you're gonna play that game, everybody within earshot has to play with you. Like you don't get to opt out, and it's just it's really frustrating because it's not like you go to a car meet. And you act like a bunch of like lunatics at the car meet and like, fine, fine. You know, like that's not my thing, but if it's, it's all legal, you go there, you do it together. It's contained. You have fun. Everybody around you is enjoying it. You go to main street and somebody's eating like a, some tacos on the porch or whatever. And it's just like, good God, just like, you know, it's, you're getting your, your hands rumbled. Like you can't, you can't, you can't think you can't talk. It's not, it ruins main street. And it, it ruins a lot of areas too, because even when I'm sitting out back in my house, I can hear it on ninth street or third street, or, you know, I can hear them sometimes on main street if they're loud enough. And it's, it's insane. And that level of, um, I don't want to be bolder and I don't want to have a town where everybody is super rich and has electric cars and it's really quiet and, and you've lost the heart of Longmont too. And so I want to solve this problem, but not at the expense of what I feel is a more diverse and better place to live. Yeah, I think car like I I am I'll go on record and say like I think we as a country and as a culture are entirely too dependent on cars and it's too much like it's too it's too much of our self-worth. And I like cars. I think they're super like from an engineering standpoint they are amazing things. And I like driving. And I am like I include myself in on this too. But like we're so dependent on it. our infrastructure so crazy about it that it's like I see Main Street, like some people see Main Street as a highway. And for me, it's Main Street. It's where you go to just be. And these two things like clash and compete in such a, like a like online, it's fiery. And you see this like really combative thing. And I, for one, would love to see us say, yeah, let's all just have like a, there's other ways to like do things that are fun and impressive in engineering and that sort of things that don't involve like one the like deliberately polluting and then two, just like making it so that people can't use part of the town because it's too loud. So I think that there's other outlets for this. And I would love as a culture for all of us to just say like, yeah, like this can exist and something else that fills this niche can exist. And they're not necessarily mutually exclusive um, because that's how I feel about it. I think there's a traffic engineering issue here too, as well. Somebody once told me that when we made all of the, left turns go away on main street that actually yeah. sped up traffic. It didn't slow it down. Oh, I can see that. Cause they were trying so, to, cause you had people yeah. shifting lanes and then yeah. trying to get over to the left-hand side and 
So it, instead, it is sped up traffic. You know, people feel like they can go a lot faster on me. I, yeah. I'm guilty of it. It's 25, but I feel yeah. I can go a lot faster on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that is a it's a definite concern. And you see people who get frustrated when they're going too slow. And then if somebody turns or parks or whatever, then it's just, you know, they're on the gas and they're down the hill. And then once you get down, if you're going south and you're heading toward the hill, and once you get down there, then people go, okay, I finally cleared the third street light and I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And it's the same if you're turning off, you're going on a ninth or whatever, and people get around somebody else. So they, you know, somebody finally turns off and people, ah, finally this, this guy's using my road and I've, it's time to go. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, we all have to use this stuff together and it's, I don't know. I just feel like there's probably solutions that other cities are already doing. I'd love to, like, we should have a side dish, like field trip to Fort Collins. Great and just sit out there on 287 and see how it is, you know, because they have middle parking. I mean, that slows it way down too on downtown. Like, yeah. that's a freaky space to drive through. You're not going to go driving 40 miles an hour down there. So. Okay, but Fort Collins is the more northernmost, like, city that that 287 takes you through. And so you're not exactly passing through. I think Longmont has a ton of passing through between yeah. like, Earth it and, uh, like, Lafayette and all the L's down South too. So we also have commuter traffic through us. That's also going out to Johnstown and East and everywhere it's being built up. We're like really in the middle of this big area where we just like, I would. <laughs> We're watching Brady as he's got a cat stole on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, you I know, know I, I dispute that Annie. I mean, the, the traffic in Fort Collins on 287 is massive. Yeah, in fact, it is like the there. worst. Through it is town. the worst thing when you're coming wow. back from Laramie, Wyoming or going up there is trying to get through Fort Collins. It's horrendous. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe my final word is simply, it's very upsetting that they kicked that can down the line that city council did, because I'd really love to keep that discussion going just to keep exploring. I think this is good. You know, what is why and how can we do something? I mean, come on. There's part of me that thinks like this, this has gotten worse in recent years because there's this like shift away from internal combustion and like the people that are into it are just like doubling down. Yeah. I and agree. I think that there's, there's. Yeah. I mean, I think there was the whole pandemic time when people were like, I need a hobby. I can still work on my car. I can go out and do this thing. It's it's cool. And then I think that there's like the people that are, because it's it's become a culture war where it's like people who are into EVs or into EVIs and then people who are not are just 100% not. Or, you know, that that's mm. sort of oversimplification. But I like you're seeing attention are, of old and new. I really do. You're seeing yeah. attention of old and new. And so I think that people who are like working on it see that as like an outlet and like a proclamation of of like a lot of mm -hmm. things. And I, you know, it it's okay, fine. But also there's there's spaces that people just want to be and you don't need to just ru ruin them for everybody. Because yeah, that's yeah. like whether it's noise pollution or actual pollution with like your soot producing vehicles, like which I've reeled about plenty. Um, you know, it's just like, you're, you're out there saying, I declare this and you have to be a part of it. And that's the thing that just drives me crazy. Like you can't so, opt out. I would ask the listeners to, who are longtime, long time, long, long residents that if they have noticed Longmont becoming a louder city over time, I'm curious over the decades that you've lived here, have you noticed that it's louder? Does it seem like it's always been like that? So, I mean, subjectively, I'll say in the last five years, I think it's gotten louder where I'm at since the pandemic. Well, well you moved you moved into in the neighborhood, so of course it became louder. <laughs> I've I've lived in this but house up, for um, almost yeah. ten years, so. Yeah. But in, and also, you've worked. Did you start working from home, or have you always been working from home? I've been in this house like all day, every day for the last whatever ten years. Okay, right. yeah, never leaving. Basically, not yeah, even going to the hardware store. You know, so could eat in the Home truck, Depot, you know. yeah, eat, eat, get my truck noodles. <laughs> truck noodles. All right. Speaking yeah. of one more uh, contentious Longmont story. Yes. Yes. Um, the judge who was examining the case that was brought against um, the wood, the Costco out there on Ken Pratt. Oh yeah. The complaint that was about like obstructing views that the parking lot was going to obstruct views has dropped the case. They went. Not, the judge said, "I will yeah. not." anymore that is yeah. laid to rest folks sorry <laughs> i yeah, will say that exactly yeah. uh, it, it felt very much like i don't know heavy air quotes like concerned citizen group sent out this um leaflet on the thinnest paper i've seen <laughs> since like my high school bathroom it was just so it was like it was just like it was you know it's, it's tissue thin and you're going what it's what are these complaints on here it's like everybody most people want the Costco and it's like they definitely not Walmart co coalition got together and like 
<laughs> sends out this leaflet as cheap as possible. And I'm, I'm not s- I'm not saying it was Walmart, whatever, but it, it really felt like it was this contrived kind of thing. And I don't know. Maybe it's concerned citizens, whatever, but I'm, it didn't I'm feel kind like of that. confused as to whose view it would have struck. That parking lot. I was confused. Ants. Yeah. Oh yeah, ants. If it's a parking lot that's construct this constricting use, where are you? Are you laying on the ground in the parking lot? Because like, <laughs> yeah, and it was always a, it was always an interesting, noisy little story. But um, yeah, and it was it was very much like this does not have legs and yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So here we are. So uh, real quickly, Annie, I do want to tell you that the conversation is not dead with the noise, so they will come back to it. So I. Rest assured, I, the council's going to bring it back up. So I want them to. I really do. But once I see stuff tabled like that, it's like you want them to. It, I want them to. I want them to, to do something about the noise. It should be. Obvious. I wasn't. I wasn't mentioning it again, so we could start going down that rabbit hole. No, again, I'm just saying. I just I just, to say, they won't be talking about it. I'm sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll we look forward to it. We'll provide updates. There you go. And I've got a couple of other things going on. So Art Walk is, of course, happening this weekend. So cool. July 30th, uh, 4 o'clock to 8.15. Don't get there at 8.16. be too late. So um, a long I feel like it's later. I That's Never weird. Changed. That seems like a mistake. I can't. I love how much stick they throw at. Like, there's always these threads on the Internet that are like, and there was another one this week. I'm like, thinking about moving the Longmont, but I'm worried about like, nightlife and dating and they're like yeah well you should be like <laughs> <there's> always, <laughs> like yeah there are a couple of bars that stay open until like actual closing time but as a rule that's not the way it works and if you want to date it's mostly a family town so um you know it's not it's not dating so it's not denver you know it's not even Boulder. Yeah. it's not we're, we are what we are and i i love longmont for it don't get me wrong in spite of our, if we're grousing about the noise, I'll go on. If we're grousing about the noise, we got a pretty good thing going because we're grousing about the noise. That is true. We're not talking about, you know, all the other stuff that could be wrong with the city. Have you guys uh, ever seen, I guess it's natural grocers now. I still always call it vitamin cottage. They're goofy hours. Oh yeah. It's always goofy. Yeah. It's like, what is it? 445 or something weird. It's at 9.06 PM. Yes. yes. On Sunday, they close at like 735. Yeah. Something I, weird like that. Yeah. I do think there's like a story behind it. Like this is like, I used to work at vitamin cottage, like out of college, I was a cashier there. And there was, I know, I know the one in Boulder was, Oh man, it was interesting. And in probably case, just like Matlock started at eight behind it. Like there was like some like celestial, like reasoning oh, that way. No, truly. That would probably makes sense. You know, it's funny. I, I know that this actually does exist. It may not exist anymore, but you worked at natural groceries or vitamin cottage, you know, it was created in Lakewood and there's actually like a museum of its history. I imagine that probably features the reason why the hours are so wonky. Probably. I know it was a couple that like did door to door or they sold vitamins out of their garage and did like door to door. Exactly. And so, yeah. And so maybe they had to get home to watch their favorite program. Maybe that's why it's <laughs> so 735 yeah. Perry, or whatever. Perry Mason's on at eight. We got yeah. a schedule to keep, you know, like, yeah. let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, oh, it's crazy. Um, also, Delicious. shout out to the food truck fiesta from the Latino chamber. That's going to be at Roosevelt Park on September 17th. Cool. I'm pretty jazzed about that one. I mean, I will say like cool. a few years ago cool. when we were talking on this podcast, we're like, ah, oh, the food truck culture in this city like it doesn't seem as robust as other places i've been and then recently i've noticed as i've been out driving around like a lot of parking lots will just have yeah you know chihuahua i think there's one called like it's from chihuahua mexico it'd be like chihuahua food truck and then there'll be gto as a food truck and like a lot of them just Mm -hmm. you know all these parking lots across town so it's kind of cool my calendar what's the date i mean what time is it on september 17th and i want to say it's like five to whatever yeah yeah. Five to whatever. Five like to whatever. Uh, probably eight, 15, eight sixteen. Probably yeah, it's, no, uh, yeah. five to whatever. I don't yeah. know. I have to look it up, but yeah, I don't have that handy right now. But uh, so there's um years ago, um Simon and Garfunkel did a concert in New York in Central Park, and as part of it, they're like, we want to give a shout out to the real unsung heroes of this, of the people that go unrecognized. They're giving half of their proceeds to to whatever, whatever. Um, the guys selling loose joints. <laughs> and every time I think of like somebody else just selling like some individual thing, I'm like, ah, oh, they're just out selling like loose, loose, 
loses. Ah, the guy's selling loose vitamins door to door. It's like the guy's selling loose vitamins. You need any? You need any B twelve? Yeah, I got you. I got you covered. Three ninety nine. I get you. Yeah, it's like okay. Oh man. Yeah, we used to get the weirdest people come by our neighborhood years ago when we first lived in this neighborhood. They'd be like, "Hey, I've got some Chinese. Do you like Chinese food?" And I'd be like, "Sure." They're like, oh, I've got some in my trunk. I'm like, no, that's okay. I don't need trunk Chinese. Would you like some Chinese food of dubious providence? Yeah. I was like, no, that's okay. So anyway, Andy, real quick, food truck fiesta Saturday, 4 to 8 p.m. on September 17th. Sweet. Thank you. All right. So, yes, I do want to encourage listeners to reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com if they want to talk about noise. Yeah, so you know, maybe there are instances with, uh, you know, like oh, uh, traveling around with noodles and they're drive after drive through, you know. So. Yeah. If if by chance you eat noodles and you're souped up like whatever, you know, your Nissan Altima with a glass pack on it or whatever, um, right in. Tell me what it's like, you know, because that's it's a thing denied to me. I drive a really boring CRV and I can't eat noodles because of uh food restrictions even to this day noodles doesn't have a gluten-free option i mean come on i don't know man i've told everybody i don't actively seek out gluten-free options because usually it's not worth the fight i'll tell you pasta though there's some good options there's some decent pasta jovial if you're wondering uh tinkyata and jovial brands both yeah jovial is good yeah jovial is good if you want to spend four bucks for a box of penne that's your brand um but i will say of the of the options jovial penne is the one that stands up the best if you're doing GF, uh, that's pretty good. All right. You heard it. All right. Well, we have just inundated the audience today with traffic. So yeah. I probably, you know, it's too bad I don't have the rights to play traffic. I probably should play traffic. Went to school with a guy who was a relative of Jim Capaldi. You know, hey, anyway. Of the band Traffic? Yeah. Yeah, they were in uh, Endgame. They were featured in Endgame. <laughs> traffic. All right. Uh, thanks, Dan Dampler, for our music, as always. Thanks to David Cutter as well, music or David Cutter Music. Um, find us wherever you find your pod content. We thank you, as always, for listening. Um, reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Let us know about your theories about why Longmont's noise problem on downtown kind of just stinks sometimes. So thank you very much. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Eric.